Um, right. You know, a recruiter's not going to be, a recruiter is not a career coach. We, we <laughs> are here to help as soon as you know what you want to do. Um, so that's, that's one of the biggest problems that I see. And Welcome to Job Search with James. I am James Crook. Don't let my last name fool you. The only things I've ever stolen are hearts. I've been a professional resume writer, helping my clients get hired at companies including Amazon, Walmart, Microsoft, Boeing, Intel, DocuSign, and more. Besides resumes, I've spent time as a marketing director, where it's my job to make things sound right and target messages to the right audience. My passion has always been helping college students and early career professionals get the jobs they dream about. And this podcast is for you. At the beginning of every episode, I will give you a listening guide so you can skip ahead to what you want to hear and skip over what you don't. Not all content is for everyone. So, at about 5.35, we discuss the biggest problems you see with candidates. At 8 minutes, we talk about how McKay weeds candidates out. At 9.30, we talk about, hey, don't apply to 10 unconnected jobs at the same company. At 10.35, we discuss why LinkedIn is so critical. At 17, we discuss interview tips. At 22.30, we have a bad candidate story. It's pretty funny. And at 26, we have a super inspiring good candidate story. Thanks. Our guest today is McKay Richens. McKay is a fan of Dirk Nowitzki. He is a senior corporate recruiter at Purple. He probably likes long walks on the beach. And he has two kids. McKay, how are you doing? I'm doing great. That was a great introduction. And I do like long walks on the beach. (laughs) Especially with Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, I I wish. (laughs) If if I could have Dirk's hand in one and Luca's in the other, that would be be awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So you're a, so Luca's your new Dirk? You know, he'll, he'll never, he'll never be as good as Dirk. Probably but, not. But how about, um, it was a great transition. Yeah. What about, uh, Pau Gasol? Where is he on your, <laughs> Pau will always have a special place in my heart. Memphis yeah. Grizzlies, Pau. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, oh man, Dallas Mavericks. I mean, we this could just be a basketball podcast, but maybe one not, day. Yeah, that's not what we're here for today. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a market for a podcast with a jazz fan and a Mavs fan. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough crossover. You know, probably not, but maybe <laughs> one day. Maybe one day when we're constantly seeing each other in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen with the Jazz. <laughs> yeah, neither with the Mavs. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So, we talked about some of these questions. So hopefully, you're you've you've come prepared. Let's see here. We'll see. Okay. All right. So, explain your job a little bit and what you do at Purple. So, like you said, I'm a senior corporate recruiter. Um, so that means I am supporting. Most of our corporate functions here at Purple, like marketing, finance, accounting, um, project management, um, a lot of our creative and design teams. And then I also 
am starting to pick up our uh, IT and software developer roles. Okay. Okay, cool. So how do you like, why is it called purple? Is it because everything they sell is purple? Or is there any? The, the color of our technology that we use in our, in our products is purple. Smart. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I've always kind of wondered about that. Yeah. Nice. 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 Okay, cool. So you're, you're like recruiting for everything. Then. Pretty much, yeah. The only thing that I'm not recruiting for is our retail, um, retail roles and our manufacturing roles. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, no, that's good. Okay, so like, how many? It's like how many candidates do do you come into contact with? Um, like, what? Uh, you know, what does it look like? Well, I mean, it's different for each role. Um, some roles are very popular and I get a lot of, of, um, you know, applicants just from our careers page and through LinkedIn. And then there's some that I have to go talk to on LinkedIn. And so I am, am out there on LinkedIn and, and trying to source as many candidates as I can. Okay. Um, So you're, you're sourcing candidates. So you're actually going out and finding people, but you're also, but you're reviewing candidates who come in as well. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, no. So, I mean, as far as how many uh, candidates I'm running into, uh, like I said, it depends on the role, depends on the day. Um, You know, some roles I'm reviewing hundreds of applicants. Some roles, uh, there's maybe one in a month. And and most of those people I'm, I'm talking to through LinkedIn. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Well, primarily, well, I mean, this podcast is for anybody who is looking for work. Um, but primarily I'm, you know, I, I think our audience is going to be a lot of college age or early career professionals, people looking for internships and stuff. Sure. So, you know, if you want to tint your advice that way, that's great. But anything you say is fine. Um, so what, so, you know, I gave you a couple of questions here to think about. So what is like, what are the biggest problems you see with candidates? So as far as, you know, people coming out of school, the the biggest issue that I see with candidates is not, well, I've got, I've got two things. The first, I have a lot of people messaging me and saying, hey, what role would be good for me? in what I'm doing. And it's like, no, 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 no. I don't have time to go review, you know, purple right now. If you go on our career page, we have more than 200 positions open right now. I don't have time to go review each of those job descriptions and see which one would work for you. Yes. So do that is your job. Okay. Yeah. No. What purple pays you to do. Yeah. Yeah. A A lot of people think that. A lot of people think that apparently. That's crazy. I, wow. And what that shows to me is that you are not passionate enough about your career that yeah. you're taking the time to invest in what you want to do. Um, right. You know, a recruiter's not going to a recruiter is not a career coach. We we are <laughs> here to help as soon as you know what you want to do. Um, so that's that's one of the biggest problems that I see. And then the second biggest problem that I see 
is especially coming out of college, it's hard to shape your resume to fit job descriptions because a lot of people don't have the work experience. So being able to find a way to include some of the keywords from the job description in your limited experience is key because those are the things that we're looking for uh, when we're reviewing resumes. And a lot of candidates don't know that. Okay. So, so, okay. So let's say, okay, so you've got, so how many, let's just take like a, so how many, like for like an average job, how many like applications will you get? For an average, so again, let's let's keep this to college age. For an entry sure. level job, we're probably getting fifteen to twenty applications a day. Okay, per day. Okay, so and you're so you are manually, like, do you have any software that's helping you weed people out, or are you manually looking at like each one for a second? We are manually looking through each each resume. Okay. How many, how many seconds or like, well, I, I probably gave it away, but how long do you spend like on each application that you look at? So to weed them out, like you said, probably five to 10 seconds. Yep. Um, but then on the ones that actually pique my interest, then I'm spending probably three to five minutes on each of those. Okay. Okay. And so how, so now, I, I think you may have already answered this by what you were saying before I interrupted you. But so how do you weed them out? How are you how are you getting to the point where you go, OK, yes, this is worth three minutes of my time? Yeah. So, again, looking for those keywords from the job description and, and my conversations from the hiring manager, I have a good understanding of what skills they're looking for. Gotcha. So I can I can see those quickly. Um, and then also any relevant job titles that you have held will also give me a good indication if you have the working experience. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Um, so let's go down the, this next question. So, well, first, any other major problems <laughs> you see? I mean, that's a pretty big one to assume that the recruiter, I mean, and you're burning your reputation too when you do that. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Um, the other thing that is kind of a red flag to me, and it, and it goes along the lines of me, again, me personally, I, I'm not bought into your uh, dedication to your career, um, right. is when someone is going through 10 different jobs. Because oh. I can see that in my system. Right. I can see every position right. that you've applied to. Right. And so when I see that they're not even related to one another, then it's yeah. like, okay, you're just going so, through and applying to whatever you yeah. want. So you're applying to quality insurance engineer and um, performance marketer. Exactly. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that tells me you probably don't have the skills for either of them. Yeah. Wow. Ouch. Man, some of the stuff, I forget how bad it can be. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, it, it, it does blow me away. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, listener, don't don't do those things. <laughs> so all right here's the next question so if you had to give like two two critical resume tips what would what would they be so one i mentioned earlier yes read read the job description know it like the back of your hand and then figure out how to include some of these key skills that we're looking for into your resume right how do you like when you're scanning the resume, like, do you prefer seeing a skill section? Like, are you scanning through bullet points? What does that look like for you? So I've seen them all 
Um, and, and I really don't have a preference. Um, so if you do have a skills section, that is nice. And you know, when I'm going through LinkedIn, like that's also really nice because I can't gotcha. see the skills section, but I can also read, um, you know, a little bit more about what's on your profile. And that leads kind of leads into my next piece of advice. If you do have a LinkedIn, please. Well, first of all, if you don't have a LinkedIn, have a LinkedIn <laughs> because this is, this is really your resume. Um, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised if we move away from paper resumes and we move more towards shaping your LinkedIn. Do you have, do you have anything besides like, that's obvious, like everyone would like that. Do you have anything besides that to like, say, oh, I really do think paper resumes might go away. Sorry. What do you mean? So what I mean is like, like you say, you're not surprised, like you wouldn't be surprised if we did just go away from paper resumes right? and like stay with LinkedIn. I'm just wondering if you have any like interesting gossip insights into why that might be besides just LinkedIn is a much easier way to do things. Well, I mean, it's just LinkedIn has done a really good job at making your profile all about your personal brand. It's right. really hard to have that come across in a PDF document. Yeah, it's unless true. unless you're a creative person and and can do that. 99% of the resumes that come through, they're not creative. They're just right. they're pretty standard. So LinkedIn has has made this become your personal brand. You can you can talk about what your interests are. Um, you can talk about you, you know, you got your profile picture. You have your skills section. You have um you know, a lot of recruiters and, and I like to do this as well. Like how, how engaged are you in the LinkedIn community? Like, are you, are you going out there and, yeah. um, you know, providing any insight to other people's posts? Are you being engaged on there? Um, cause a lot, I, that says a lot about someone. Yeah. Um, so I, I just feel like that's probably more the reason why we would probably move away from resumes, but you know, that is 100% speculation. I don't have any insider knowledge. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, um, I would love to see paper resumes go away. But still, every application is asking you for it. So, they do. But they also ask for your LinkedIn. So Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So I, again, I want to just hit on this. If you do, if you don't have a LinkedIn, make a LinkedIn. If you do have your LinkedIn, really uh, think of it as your personal brand and, and, and go in there and, and create uh, an awesome profile. And one thing that I would add is um, under your, your employment opportunities, talk about what you're doing there. I, I've seen a lot of people's LinkedIn just show where they are, where they are at, but they're not yeah. telling me what they do. So I can't really right. move them forward or, or reach out to them because I don't know the specifics of the skills that they have. Yeah. I think the Holy grail for anybody listening is like, I want like a legitimate recruiter to be reaching out to me. So yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, like when you're, so I think you've condensed some really good advice there. You know, you've got to talk about what you've done, you know, it should be accomplishment based. You should be active in like creating content yeah. on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, you should make sure your skills section is complete. Um, 
anything else people should do to stand out? Um, it, it, it can be personal to, to each recruiter. Um, but in, in my eyes, what I like to see um, is also those recommendations that you can have on your LinkedIn profile. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just a really good way for me to go in and, you know, here's here's what's hard when you approach someone let's say you do get a job offer and and you have to provide some job references right it's hard to take those seriously because like (laughs) if you're going to reach out to someone what are they going to say ah this person was actually a terrible employee yeah you're good you're going to the people that you know are going to speak highly of you whereas the linkedin you know it's you can have people just write recommendations on your, on your wall and you don't even have to reach out to them. You can reach out to people, but it's also not active during your, your um, recruiting process too. Yeah. So it's just, no, what you're saying makes sense. I mean, you, yeah, I get what you're saying. You do have to approve the ones that appear on your profile, I believe, but it's, but you do have the, like it's happening in like it's something that's happened in the past so it has a little bit more credibility yeah exactly yeah makes sense okay cool and then i like to i i know that lots of people just think that it's strictly professional and i and i get that but on your profile tell me what your interests are you know i love when people have these little summaries under their name that talk about you know i'm an avid skier i love sports you know i talk about how i love basketball um you know, just, just again, add to your personal brand, show why they, that you'd fit culturally as well as, you know, skill wise professionally. Nice. Okay. Perfect. So let's, let's see. So, okay. Kind of moving through the application process, um, important interview tips. And I assume like you're, so you're usually having like the kind of the screener interview with people, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, if you don't know a screener interview, usually a recruiter will interview you once to make sure you're not a nut. And then <laughs> like, if you pass that check, um, and uh, there's more to it, but if you pass that check, then they, they'll probably move you on. Um, but tell me about like, in that context, um, two, two good interview tips for people. Yeah. So one thing that I would do is do your homework, do your homework on the company. Um, a lot of people, a lot of recruiters are wanting to know how interested you are in the company. And a lot of recruiters ask right off the bat, why are you interested in this company? And a lot of answers that I get like for purple, it's like, (laughs) Oh, well, I think, I think purple would be a good, just a good company. It seems like a good company to work for. And it's like, okay. So clearly you don't care about purple. Right. So right. come to that call with reasons why you actually want yeah. to be working uh, at the company. I really like purple, purple, purple. Yeah. I like the color purple. <laughs> I did get that in an interview once and I was like, okay. Wow. Good. Well then. Yeah. No. Yeah. It is crazy. It is really crazy that people don't understand and I don't know if it's just because they're not invested in it or if it's because they're lacking, like, just knowledge. I don't get yeah. it because you just shoot yourself in the foot so easily. You do. You do. Like, why, why do you want to work here? Indeed. 
you know, <laughs> Indy like, told me I wanted to <laughs> just, you know, like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know anyone would care about that. Uh, goodbye. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. you know, another, another piece of advice that I would just have people just be yourself. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times people freak out about this recruiter screen. It is not a big deal. at, And so <laughs> we are, it is if you turn it into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. True. Yeah. If you overthink things, then yeah, you are making it a bigger deal, but like be yourself. We want to know who you are. We want to know again, it's, we only have so many limited uh, interactions with you before we actually right. can hop on a phone call that this is the first real chance to, to sell yourself. Right. Um, so be yourself. Let us know how, how you would interact with the team culturally and how you'd fit in um, and talk about your experience, you know, be proud of what you've done in your career thus far yeah. and share those accomplishments. Yeah. I, I usually, like if, when I've been in screener interviews or I always try to find openings to talk about something good I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's really, you've got to um, be proactive. Yeah. No, that's good advice. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, keep going. Oh, sorry. Um, the last thing that I would do, this is just a quick tip and I'm pretty sure many people know this, but come, come with good questions. I hate when people, come and they're like no i don't have any questions and it's like you have no questions about anything (laughs) okay so come with questions because that that can cause a red flag to a lot of yeah and try and i would tell people try to make your questions like make it seem like you're interested in the job yeah um you know i i've had people who where their questions are just like like it's okay to have logistical questions, I think. Like, but you should also have questions pertinent to the job. Like, yeah. if you, I'll just stick in my world because I know it well. But if you're like applying to be like a email marketer, like it would be smart to ask like what email, like what marketing automation tool do you use? Yeah, you know exactly. Like, like questions that show you have a pulse exactly um as opposed to just you know but and and that's the thing even if you're asking job specific questions the recruiter to be honest may not even know if you're asking specific things related to your field the recruiter might not know but think about what kind of impression that leaves on the recruiter and the hiring manager because the recruiter then has to go to the hiring manager to ask your question and they're going to already be impressed Mm. Yeah. And you're not even, you haven't even had any FaceTime with them. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a great point. That is an awesome point is that like through the recruiter, you are impressing the hiring manager because the recruiter's going to, to you and like the recruiter's going to the hiring manager and going, Hey, this person asked this question. I don't know. The answer. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Last, last thing. Um, Okay. You get to choose. Okay. Do you have either an awesome or an awful candidate story? I have, I have both. So whatever Do you it. want me to share. Do both. I, I love it. I okay. love, I love cringing and I love being inspired. Okay. So I'll start with the bad one so that we can end on a, on a good note. Okay. And, don't, 
and don't um don't use real names, McKay. <laughs> I I won't because I don't even remember this person's name. Oh, so insulting. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So um, so I was recruiting for a a quality engineer. Oh, I just pulled that out of the blue. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So really? I was actually impressed. <laughs> so uh, so this quality engineer, I found this awesome candidate on LinkedIn. Uh, we started talking a little bit. He sounded really interested. And so I was like, perfect. Um, let's, let's hop on a phone call and discuss more role-specific stuff. And so we got on the call and he began to tell me, you know, well, we went in, we went over all these interview questions. Seriously, perfect fit. Like, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't have been happier. Right. And then we got to the compensation question. Okay. And I just said, you know, how much, how much are you looking for? And he's like, well, you know, you tell me, you tell me what you're willing to pay for my services. And I was like, all right, that's a weird way to phrase that, but okay, (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you the range. And, and I'm very transparent with our, with our budgets. Yeah. So I told him the range. And, and so he was like, are you serious? This was a complete waste of my time. You, you won't even be able to get a junior engineer at this point, which is completely false because I feel like it's pretty competitive. Sure. And he was telling me how much he how much he makes currently and how he wouldn't even get up in the morning if it wasn't over 160. And wow. I was like, well, okay. And then he began to just tell us how stupid we were. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'm, Thank you for your time, sir. I, I know. I was like, sir, this know, is a Wendy's. I. Yeah, and I probably didn't act how I should have act, acted, but <laughs> I was like, you know, there we have we have a lot of candidates interested in this role with our current budget. They think it's pretty generous. Uh, if this doesn't work for you, please, by all means, go look for other opportunities. Um, but I'm totally good to part ways. And he just kept saying how how stupid and idiotic we were, and, and how we're never going to get anybody into That's this crazy. position. People I was like, need to, people need to be nice to each other. And I mean, I'm like, you, you're marketing yourself very well. well and if you, and if you're that concerned about it, just ask up front, like, yeah, like, Hey, look, I'd love to talk to you. Like, it sounds like an interesting role, but I'm going to need at least this amount. Like, is that in your range? Right. You know, how hard is that? So that, like, wow. Okay. So yeah, don't yeah. Do that. we, we didn't hire that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But the best candidate story that I have, um, and, you know, I, I understand that recruiting is completely biased. You know, there's recruiters have all sorts of opinions on how, how they want things done. Right. Um, I'm a very engaged recruiter. And so I like to be engaged with my candidates. So my favorite recruiter or my favorite candidates are the ones that are proactive with me. So my favorite yes. candidate, you know, and, and this is, this says even more to him because we, we didn't end up hiring him. He made it to yeah. final interviews a couple of times. Oh, ouch. Okay. Um, but what he was doing, he was super enthusiastic on the phone. He was, you know, after all of his interviews, he would text me and talk to me about how it went. You know, if he had any follow-up questions, if, you know, he had feedback for, for the team on how awesome they were. 
and just kept reiterating how much he wanted the position. Yeah. He, um, he asked me to get on a phone call with him to talk about um, some different ideas. So, so part of his interview process was preparing a presentation. And yeah. so he wanted to come up with a solution or a, a presentation that nobody has done before. And so he branded it to fit himself. And he went on the interviewing panels LinkedIn and found things that he could include in the presentation that would resonate with them. So nice. one thing he found that they graduated from Michigan University. So he had a, <laughs> yeah. a Michigan logo on, on the front page of his presentation. <laughs> so like yeah. things like that, where it's like, wow, you're taking the time to make this awesome. Um, so yeah. that, I mean, that just spoke volumes to me and it, you know, when it came down to decision-making, I, I had his back. I, I, I vouched for him till my lungs gave out. Um, and I, you know, again, disappointing that we didn't get to offer him the position. Um, but the hiring manager did come to me and say, we are, we're planning on opening a position in the next quarter and we want him. Nice. And so it's like the things that you do, even though, even if they aren't immediately rewarding to you, you can make an impact still. And, yeah. and recruiters have recruiter connections. Yes. And so, you know, being able to share candidates with each other, that's something that we do. Nice. That is a good note to end it on. Yeah. Yeah. Be engaged. Yeah. Like if you're going to job search, you should go all in. All in. 100%. Yep. You go all in. You treat people really well. And like eventually you'll be rewarded for it. Totally agree. Reach out to recruiters before you apply. You know, get your name in front of them. Um, and, and just we're your advocate. And so, you yeah. know, be be proactive and, and be engaged throughout the recruiting process. Okay. Well, thank you, McKay. That's awesome. No all problem. Right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Ho hopefully some of this helped. No, all of it. All of it helped. All right. Thanks, my friend. I'm no gonna... problem. Thanks for listening to Job Search with James. Please remember to subscribe and rate the show. Unless you don't like it, then please do not rate the show. You can still subscribe in that case, though. Thank you.